Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Central Arkansas. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. And least we forget, we have the coach, Coach Matt Zimmerman, thanks to the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. Good afternoon, Matthew. Good afternoon, Rick. Hello, man. Good to be on with you. Man, uh... Hard to believe it's Thursday. We get ready to play ball again. Isn't it time? Matt, it seems like that's a pretty good layoff. You know, again, I right? start to say, it's about time. Yeah, good. You play a day, <laughs> then you wait about nine days or seven days, and now yeah. you're finally back, about to get back into a routine. And, Matt, how yeah. important is that for a team, a coaching staff? Because we are creatures of habit. And this is yeah. this is at this time of the year. This seems strange because really it started almost what right. uh, around Christmas time, where really before was, that, yeah, before that, where you had a game here, and then another yeah. week later you'd have another game, yeah. and so forth and so on. So it's good to get back into a routine. Yeah, I think if they had to go back, I'm not questioning. If you know, they had the eight game November five and December, they'd probably like to be like. 7 November, 6 in December, get another game in here to where they weren't off quite so much throughout the whole month. You know, that's a 31-day month, December, and you only play five times. And then you follow that up, you're ready to go. The end of December finally gets here, and you got to wait till the 6th of January to play. That's that's a long time not to play. You're not traveling. You know, they're not going to play any road games. So they're, they're not – they've just kind of been here. But it's been really good for them to get to practice, be together, be around each other nonstop all the time. And but the good news is we got 18 games between the sixth of January and the ninth of March. And so I don't know how many days that is. You know, uh, 63 days or something like that. So now you're going to get in that routine of playing. You're going to play every third day or every fourth day. You're tipping it off. You got one bye week in there, which they hadn't had. And since 2012, so that'll be nice when the time comes. But finally, get in the routine, get to playing ball games. Yeah, well, and again, that's basically twice a week, and that's that's what they're used to. So they better get they better utilize this practice time, right? Because they're not going to they may get one more week of it. But other than that, it's twice a week. You're not going to get this type, kind of time to work on things. Right. Absolutely, and I think that's what. Arkansas is not the only team practicing. Everyone's getting in a lot of practice right now. So if you're in there, you have got to be good. You've got to be utilizing your time right, getting a lot of shooting in, getting all your offense set, all the sets you want, all of the – whether you run in motion or if you're running the flex, you know, we'll run some flex offense. People run different types of offense, work on that. And, you know, maybe get – you know, a lot of teams will scrimmage at this point because you're not playing all the time. Get some scrimmaging in, get some five-on-fives. Like in football, the, the the new term, the good on goods, and do some of that and get better as you go, and then be ready to go August sixth because it's here, and uh, you get ready to play, and then once you start playing, it's Saturday, ever Tuesday or Wednesday, Saturday, mm-hmm. Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday. So you really get going, and you don't have time to work on things quite the same. I guess the. <laughs> The question that was asked of Coach Musselman, and he answered it rather, rather quickly, and that was, we hear the term rust. In fact, uh, I read an article today in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, I'm sure many others did too, about the 49ers and 
how they're going to rest so many players this week. Yeah. And then they get the next week off because of the, uh, the first round bye. And then they finally get to play their first playoff game three weeks later. And uh, Shanahan was even asked about Rust, and he laughed. He said, well, it's not like they're going to be sitting back in their lawn chairs and, you know, yeah. doing nothing. They're going to be practicing. They're going to go through rehab that they yeah. might have normally gone through regardless. Well, the same thing was basically asked of, of Coach Musselman. Did, did you worry about Rust? And he laughed, and he said, no, because we've been going two-a-days. And yeah. we were asked yeah. that of um, – <clears throat> Of uh, Joe's opinion, all he said was, "Whoo!" When you know how how were the practices going? Whoo! In other words, <laughs> they haven't been easy. Yeah. And he said the same thing the wow. other night that it hadn't been easy. Uh, right. they, they've been right. getting after it, in spite of the fact. Yeah. So you can't you can't use that excuse. And probably a coach would not want to use that excuse, regardless whether they win or lose, depending upon yeah. their performance. But that word rust that is. On the other hand, Matt, that is a realistic issue that you must yeah. know how to deal with. Well, sure. In, in practice, no matter what you're doing in practice, and, and Arkansas has good practice. He's as good as I've seen as far as hard practices and getting a lot out of practices. He really is, especially for a program that doesn't scrimmage much. And so to get that much and that much activity and go as hard as they do, it's really impressive. So you know they're getting better when they're out there with them. Um, and the thing is, it is different in practice, no matter what you're doing, than it is in a game. Playing against Wilmington is different against just having a practice. And so we need those games. And everyone has played 13 non-conference games uh, other than Kentucky. they played 12. Everybody's got, else got 13 non-conference games in, so you're even on the games played. You had your exhibition games. It's time to play. And for us, I like starting at home. Uh, I really like starting at home uh, – because we haven't played a road game yet, and we've played a lot at home. We're very comfortable here. We're pretty good here. I like that. And so, uh, you know, hopefully that bodes well for the Razorbacks against Auburn, who's got a good team, a well-coached team, and we know it won't be easy. Not, none of the 18 games will be easy. Well, maybe, may, hopefully, three or four of them will be once you get started. But going into it, you're going to be stressed and worried because anybody can beat anybody in the conference. And so uh, it's really interesting, but... The practices, I know they put a lot of time in. They've they've had a lot. They've gotten a lot of shooting in. They put in most days. They've had two practices, and so that's great. And I think they've utilized that as, as well as they can. That's great. And uh, so now we'll we'll see what happens. And you're really a healthy team for for Jan- January sixth. This is as knock on wood. This is as healthy as you can be. You know, Jalen Graham's missed four games. Layden Blocker missed a game. Tremont Mark. By the way, your leading scorer doesn't play against Duke, and you still smack Duke mm-hmm. um, without him. Um, we've only missed that's four. That's six games we've missed because of injury through the first 13 games. I think that's very good. Knock on wood. Keep that going. So this is a healthy basketball team starting league play. And there's teams out there that got guys out for the year. They got people with ACLs. They got guys with you know, torn meniscus. So knock on wood, Arkansas sitting in a good place. Talking about a different kind of related subject per se, and that is Matt the rotation. And since Minifield has entered the lineup, it seems like all of a sudden the rotation has tightened. Is that kind of my perception, or is that what you're seeing? As far as like gotten less people playing, yeah, yeah, because it uh, seems yeah, you, you could. Yeah, go ahead, Randy. Well, I know one game he used what I'll call the bomb squad. I think that was against uh, Wilmington, where they were going yeah. to take, uh, at the three-minute mark, they were going to send in five new players. Arkansas did the same thing, even though they, I think Arkansas's bomb squad only played like two minutes in right, two seconds right. or something like that. The next thing you know, yeah. you've got different players back out there. But outside of that, it seems like since Minifield has kind of taken control particularly at the point guard yeah. position. Now, it kind of got distorted the other night with battle uh, with that ankle sprain. He played all the way. I think he left at the four-minute mark and then didn't come back at all, although Musselman yeah. did say in the postgame he could have played if necessary. Obviously, yeah, yeah. they didn't need yeah. him. So, mm-hmm. But it looks like now, Matt, it's almost seven people maybe 
that looks like yeah. what's going to be the uh, so-called number we're going to start looking at. i got to believe it's only going to tighten if it can get any tighter than that because now you're talking conference. You're not talking non-conference. You're talking conference. Yeah. No, it, you know, he's always liked to play kind of eight. That's been his deal. What's interesting is he, he's got 11 guys that are averaging double-figure minutes. So that, that's like some old Coach Anderson stuff. Yeah. You know, we'd, we'd always have 10 or 11. Yeah, we would always have 10 or now. We'd always have 10 or 11 guys having double figures, you know, and then it, there are there is a point where you're like, you know, even back to Coach Hurston, hey, can we, can we get Corliss another three or four more minutes or whatever? But it was, it was great for the style, and it worked for those guys. But, uh, you know, you've got 11 guys double figures, and 11 aren't going to play. The other day in the first half, which you were talking about, Randy, he played 14. Mm-hmm. 14 guys out there. And he played everybody uh, out except for Bay Falls scholarship. They put a Cave Arbogast out there at one point. Uh, he didn't put, put Bay out. He couldn't put the other walk on in Lawson. And so you have – he's not going to play 14 all the time, but I still think he's kind of trying to figure out what he wants to do. And if you have a guard that hadn't been playing, like Keon, he's been so good. He's now, you know, first game only played 10, 12 minutes or whatever, but the other day he played 30-something. He's already averaging 27 minutes through three games. That's counting the first game when he didn't play a high amount of minutes in North Little Rock. So he's obviously looks like going to be a guy that's going to be playing in the mid-30s before it's over. And you got Tremont with 37 and Caleb with 31 and Trevin Brazil at 36. And, and Devo, you know, counting the, you know, the overtimes, I mean, he's, uh, he's averaging 31. I was looking at some of those numbers wrong, actually. But, uh, Tremont, 30. And, uh, there's guys that have got a lot of minutes that are averaging a lot of minutes. And those are going to go down, uh, somewhat because he's going to, you know, some guys are going to go up. Devo's may end up, you know, he's not going to sit him much. He's not going to take him out much. So he's going to have an opportunity to play 37, 38, 39 minutes unless he's in foul trouble. I think Coach is still messing with this rotation, but it's going to be like last year, and we've been saying this. There's not going to be eight guys locked in, and that's going to stay the same. You think back to two years ago, the final 18 with Trey Wade and him, it was eight guys, period. And then the, the, the year before that, the final eight, it was eight guys, period. And if you were number nine through 13, you weren't going to play. Hmm. Whereas now, he's got about 11 guys. He's, you can look, he's got a lot of guys averaging all these minutes. And uh, so it's probably going to be it's going to be eight of those eleven. It might be nine of those eleven. And you may go one day at home game on a Saturday, and you might play ten or twelve or fourteen minutes, and then you might go on a road game and not hit the floor. And I think that's something coach is still working through. It's really interesting to watch. I know y'all like watching that as well. It's very interesting to me to see who he's playing mm-hmm. and who he's playing them with, and when he's playing them. You know, Matt. One of the things, and it's it's in the uh, game book. And that is, and I really didn't pay a lot of attention until Coach Musselman kind of dropped the term, the plus-minus uh, mm-hmm. that goes on. And then you can look at the, it, it, I'm not sure if it's the same one, but it shows the five players that, that are on the floor at the same time. Yep. Uh, they're plus, I guess you can say the plus-minus, how many points the opponent uh, scored against that five. How many they scored yep. against the opponents? Five, and uh, and I, I forget all the different numbers. And then it's got yeah, at, it. at the very side, it's got the plus and minus. And you look at some lineups, you're thinking, mm, I hope he doesn't use that lineup anymore. <laughs> then you're seeing another lineup, and you're thinking, man, you need to stick with that lineup because that's like plus twelve or plus nine, right. or whatever it may be. Do you think he uses that? It seemed like he mm-hmm. does use that. Uh, to what degree, we don't know, but it seems like he uses that in some regards on how he does want to structure who plays and who doesn't play. I think he uses it some. It's not the end-all, be-all, because he can. you can have guys that that play well and their plus-minus is not great. Uh, it just may be that part of the game, yeah. the flow of the game, who he was in there with, right. things like that. So, But traditionally... With the plus minus, the NBA has been using it for years and years and years. That's been a big stat for them, and it generally it, it's pretty good. Your best players usually have very good plus minus, and I do think he uses that. I think he looks at it not just individually. He does look at it when these five are out there. What is our plus minus? And when when we just take one guy out and we have a different guy with those other four, what is their plus minus? I do think he looks at all that. That's one reason you got such a big staff. He's got a lot of 
staff, and that's what a lot of a lot of his job is to study that and look at that and advise onto that. Um, it's, it's, I don't think it's the end all be all for him because he's not ever started just he's never just started. Okay, these are the five that we're the best with as far as the plus minus, but he will use that, and I do think that's one of the first things he likes to look at on a stat sheet. We all grab a stat sheet mm-hmm. halftime uh, under. You know, under eight minute media timeout, halftime after the game. Yeah. You know, Randy, when you win, you grab that stat sheet, you look at it a little bit, <laughs> and you're so happy, and you move on with it, right? You look at it, you make some thoughts, and then you go hug everybody and you talk. When you lose, and Rick knows this from being on the radio broadcast for 30 years, you, when you lose, the, the coaches grab that stat sheet and they won't let you go, and they look at it, look at it, look at it, look at it, look at it. They don't want to talk to nobody. They don't want to talk to nobody else. And they look at it, and you get on the bus, you look at it, you look at it on the bus. You get on the airplane, you look at it, you look at it. And when you win, you're so happy. And you get on the bus after a win, you pull up the other games on your phone. You want to see who everybody else plays, who all they lost. Hey, Kentucky lost by one at Florida. Or Mississippi State lost by six at South Carolina. When you lose, you don't look at anybody else's score. You just stare at that stat sheet. You don't care who won between Florida and Kentucky. You don't care who won between Mississippi State and South Carolina. It's isn't that right, Rick? Well, you care the next day. Uh, that that the night, next day, you're, yeah. you're right. It's all about your team. How can you fix it? What do we do wrong? Yep. Look at every number. Who had the most turnovers? Uh, was that yep. characteristic? Was that uncharacteristic? You're right. Uh, I I do think after a win they'll look at it a little longer than you give them credit for because I think they like <laughs> to see because they do. Oh, they'll go back for sure. Hey, yeah. my, when, when Chuck interviews Muss, the first thing he'll say is this guy had you know he shot well he used Menafield stats the other night and his 13 out of 17 from the free throws so he's looking at that and maybe he's looking oh, yeah. at it to compliment players during a game but but you're right they pay less attention to it. Um, yeah. But, you know, you mentioned his staff. I guess he's got a big enough staff that each one of them can scrutinize a player. Uh, when you when you look at oh, yeah. the game and you watch yeah. TV, there's so many guys sitting there wearing coaching shirts, you're thinking, good grief, they've outnumbered the players. Yeah. Well, we have one of the largest, not the largest staff, and, and he utilizes that. He has a, you know, He's always had eight grad assistants, which is a great luxury to have. And, you know, I, I, we went through coaching. First of all, we didn't have any. And then, you know, we ended up with two GAs, and I thought that was incredible. And then when, when he first came and, and they said he's going to have eight GAs, I thought, well, that, he's not going to have enough for him to do. But you know what he does? He keeps them busy. Those guys work with players. They're very busy. They do a lot of stuff. They do film breakdown. They're, they help you with planning, and, they, and he gets that. Plus, then he's got all this full-time guys that are doing a lot. So it, it's, it, he's thought through how he wants to run his staff, what he wants to have each one of those guys doing. Um, and he's like uh, – he has this going as well that he has certain guys on the staff and it's, it's too big of a project for one guy. There's several guys and their job is uh, they're not looking at mu- as much at Arkansas, which is obviously the heartbeat of their paycheck and for everything. To, and it's not so much Auburn. They're, they're, they're studying constantly across the country. And what are they studying for? Well, they're studying for next year's Razorback. It's playing at another school right now. <laughs> and uh, that, that's yeah. a fact. And they, they oh, spend yeah. a lot of time with that. Mm-hmm. They jump into that yeah. portal very quickly. Yeah. Somebody asked me the other day, thought, you think Muscle will ever leave Arkansas? Would he leave for Kentucky or something? Well, number mm-hmm. one, I, I don't know if he would mm-hmm. go to Kentucky. Number two, yeah. you thought, would he go back to the NBA? If he went back to the NBA, he, they probably wouldn't hire a staff as large as the one he's got at Arkansas. So I, no. I, I think yeah. right now, my sense is, without knowing him at all, you know right. him, I don't know him at all, my sense is he's pretty happy where he is. Yeah, I, yeah, that's 100% right, and I, I don't think he would go anywhere. This is one of the top jobs in the country. There's not very many better than this, and uh, right now we're sitting, you know, we, we've got more energy in our building than Kentucky has in theirs. We got a, It's a wild atmosphere all the time. Um, it's, uh, Arkansas and Kentucky are the top two jobs in the league, and, you know, Florida has fell off. They can still beat you. Florida's a good program, but they're not going to Final Fours like they were before, and you know, the, the rest of the league's kind of still finding its way. That's why the Auburn, Tennessee, and Alabama, who traditionally have been good one year, not so good the next, it might be good again the third year, not so good the fourth year, those three coaches have done a good job. They've been winning the league and winning conference tournaments. Alabama, Auburn, Tennessee, you know, they've been so good. And he's not going to any of those type of schools. And he's not uh, – the Blue Bloods is the only thing you always would worry about. He's not even – Felt number one ain't leaving, and he wouldn't go there. We just beat Kansas, 
And uh, I just don't think there's any other college jobs. We, we pay very, very well. He makes very good. He's one of the top paid coaches in the country. And we have a good NIL program. Basketball is doing well in, in name, image, and likeness. He's not falling behind there. He's not, he's not, you know, he's very, he knows that. And I think that he, we got a phenomenal facility and uh, we're probably fixing to renovate it and, and, and do a $200 million project possibly to Bud uh, Walton down the road uh, possibly. Don't, hey, don't, don't even bring that. <laughs> <laughs> we went Ridiculous. through that last week. We went Ridiculous. through that last week. That's totally but I, but I do think that Coach sees, Rick, that this, just what you're saying. It's really good. I think he's very, not to speak for him, just from what I see, I think I see a happy coach. But the number one thing that I think he knows is, and he wants to be, he wants to be, you know, he wants to win one. Mm-hmm. Come on the national yeah, championship. Right. Mm-hmm. And he knows, he, he knows, yeah. he knows he can win it here. And can you win it at Kentucky? Yeah, it's been done. Can you win it at Florida? Yeah, it's been done. Can you win it at UCLA? Yeah, it's been done. It's been done at Arkansas. Too. And there's not very many places that it's been done like this and that have won it. You know, I mean, UConn's won five of them now. And there's yeah. just a handful of schools that have won them. And so I think he knows I'm in a school that's won it. We're a good school. It's got a great facility. we got great fan base, passionate fans. Our name, image, and likeness is good. Our basketball budget's good. Why would you leave? Oh, by the way, Matt, uh, I'm sure you were talking about getting the stats one more thing on the plus minus business but uh you said you get stats at, at the eight minute mark halftime yeah. so forth and so on in the game um i wonder if he takes a quick pick at it once he does get it talking about the plus minus this was at the end of the game as an example yeah. brazil plus nine uh Minifield, yeah. plus 17 Devonte davis plus nine uh i think out tremont mark plus nine I think those yeah. would be four of the guys I'd have on the floor all the time because obviously yeah. they've got the plus numbers. Yeah, right. and they were on the floor. Coach knows that. They were on the floor. All Absolutely. right, hang tight, Matt. Your home for Dallas Cowboys football is 103.7 The Buzz. Presented by Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. America's team on your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. New Year's means new equipment for you and your loved ones from River Valley Tractors, your leading Kubota dealers in central Arkansas. Start your countdown at River Valley Tractor with big savings on Kubota compact tractors and implements built to last you through all your seasons. Bring in the new year with River Valley Tractor. In Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff. Visit RiverValleyTractor.com today. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... Gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agent Matt Warden in Little Rock, Seth Hobbs in Bryant, or Nick Gennardi in Sherwood. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Jimmy Carter won't appear on any list of the all-time greatest presidents but he might be the leader for the best post-presidential career. Carter and his wife, Rosalind, who died recently at the age of 96, turned their backs on making millions, choosing instead to build houses for the poor, contributing to fair elections around the world, quietly advocating for the hurting, for the less fortunate, and for the mentally ill. The Carters lived out their faith in a way that we should all emulate are you looking for a great place to work go to doublebees.com and apply online we are looking for a few good men and women doublebees it's where you gas it grab it and go that's doublebees tune in each day to drive time sports to hear trey biddy talk all things razorbacks brought to you by chris crane hyundai arkansas's number one hyundai dealer and genesis of conway arkansas's only genesis dealer genesis of conway the future of luxury today eat my catfish your favorite place for po'boys shrimp chicken crawfish and so much more including of course catfish is back open for business in the breckenridge village shopping center starting tuesday and you're invited to help celebrate the grand reopening as the zone broadcasts live from there starting at 10 there'll be a ribbon cutting, door prizes, and giveaways, as well as a chance to win a catering valued at $250. It's a celebration that you won't want to miss. It's a celebration that you won't want to miss. The official reopening for Eat My Catfish at Breckenridge with a zone and 
93.7 The Buzz. Join the zone each weekday for the entertainment report brought to you by Bell and Sword of Conway. Find out the very latest breaking news in entertainment each day on the zone. Justin West and Christian will dish out what the stars and celebrities have going on, and you can catch it each day. Bell and Sword has everything for the best dressed man. From boots to suits, check them out on Facebook or Instagram. Bell and Sword at their new and larger location at 1011 Oak Street. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Thanks again to the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins who makes this possible. That is the coach, Coach Matt Zimmerman. And Dennis, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Coach Z? Yeah, Happy New Year, Randy. Happy New Year to you, Dennis. And, uh, Matt, this is Dennis Beck. I'm from St. Vincent. I grew up in St. Vincent. And you guys, you know me, All right. right. Yeah. What's up, Dennis? Listen, I just, I've been trying to get on the, when you've been on, but I haven't had no luck. I just finally got through today. I was just wanting to find out how Ronnie and Kenny were. Yeah. Well, that's my brothers, and they're doing good. And uh, Ron lives there in, in Little Rock, and my brother Ken lived in North Little Rock, and they've been there for many years, so that they're doing good, both still working. Well, that's good. You know, family, is your mom it's all good, with yeah. Or is she with Otto in heaven? Now, my, no, my, you know, my, both my parents are still alive. My dad's 93, and uh, he, he's still with us. He's hanging in there. But I well, that's great. Asking. Yeah. I guess absolutely. you knew mom, mom passed away three years ago last year, right? Yeah. I knew, yeah, I knew that. Sorry, sorry to hear yeah. that. And I mean, I knew because that, of yeah. the COVID, uh, because of the COVID, there weren't many people at St. Mary's that day, yeah. but it yeah. was a cold day, too, so I guess they figured it's best to stay at home. Uh, Just, you know, yeah, great people. Great people out there. Listen, great people. Yeah, the reason I wanted to ask you one question. Why is it that Musk doesn't go for the seven-footers? <laughs> why he doesn't go for seven-footers? Great seven question. Did Dennis say why he doesn't go yeah, for seven-footers? why do not go over seven players? Oh, he said over seven players. Yeah, over seven players. Okay. Oh, okay, I thought he said seven foot. Uh, well, he, you know, he's played eight a oh, lot it was, over the no, years. No, it was seven foot tall. Oh, centers oh. I thought oh, you okay. said seven you players. Said. My bad. My uh, bad, Dennis. Okay, that's what I thought he said. That's what I thought Dennis said. You're right. Well, you know, we had Connor, and Connor played for him for two years and then left. And really, that's only the only seven footer he's had. But we still had some guys with good size. We've had six nine. 6'10", 6'11", I mean, Trevin Brazil, Makai, Jalen Graham, those guys are, you know, they're not far from it. They've got good height. Um, I just think he likes guys that can move around a little bit more. Yeah. And not that a seven-footer can't. I'm a bit troubled because Missouri's got two seven-plus-footers in the 24 yeah. class. And I was looking at Bradshaw the other night with Kentucky. He looks lost out there. Well, he's going to, you know, he's just now getting going with Bradshaw. So, I mean, they're... Kentucky's going to be okay, but they're going to be they're more guard dominated right now. So he's just going to have to yeah, kind of find I mean, his the way. Shepherd kid, the Shepherd kid, he's gold. Mm-hmm. As long yeah. as you know when he plays good, he, I think the whole team plays good. And then Reeves, you know Reeves, if he has a good night, I usually Kentucky yeah. win. Yeah, they're Matt, a funny it was team. Good talking to you. Thank you, Dennis. I appreciate it. I'll let the good, next one good come to hear on. Somebody back home. Bye. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dennis. Didn't realize you had two brothers. Yeah, I got a brother. Yeah, my brother uh, Ron. He's worked there at Little Rock for many years, and uh, his son Adam is up here with me. He's a, he's a pharmacist in Northwest Arkansas. Went to the university, and then uh, my brother Ken. He's raised three sons. Two of them played golf at UALR at Little Rock, and uh, one of them was a state amateur golfer of the year, Nick Zimmerman, and he's a veterinarian now and uh, taking over my working with my brother, who's a veterinarian in North Little Rock and uh, Gravel Ridge. Their vet clinics in Gravel Ridge, so. Yep, there's some Zimmermans floating around there. I may have to talk to you about this veterinarian. 
Yeah, Gravel Ridge. You know where that is, don't you? Oh, absolutely. It's out yeah, uh, that's care of pet skin. Yep. Suburb of Jacksonville. But uh, <laughs> yes, that's right. That's uh, we right. have we have a few pups that uh, has nine hundred and thirty dogs. That might be a good <laughs> <laughs> to go, huh? Yeah, I got two two vets right there. My brother Ken and uh, my nephew Nick. They work together. Yeah, they'll they'll be glad to take care of you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do I get a family discount? Absolutely. The Buzz family discount. There you That's you go. How it works. There you go. There you go. Um, we were back uh, a moment ago talking, well, it was in brief passing, about uh, the possible expansion, the $200 million expansion oh to gosh. Bud Walton. I didn't make uh, Rick, I'll turn your microphone off. That way you can say whatever <laughs> you want to say. Well, um, I've, I've said what I want to say. It's okay. But what I, the point I was going to make, Matt, I don't know if you saw this the other day that Baylor opened up a brand new arena, and its cost total cost was two hundred and ten million dollars. Yeah, hard to believe you yeah. could build an arena. Now I don't know how right. big it is. I didn't. I didn't read the entire story. I just read. Yeah, the headline. It's a lot smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they were excited. You know, we played Baylor in the in the SEC Big Twelve Challenge last year. And they beat us in a close game. That's when Joseph had that three in the left, left or the right side corner that would have tied it and couldn't get it down. And uh, Baylor escaped with a win. But I'd walked over and saw where they were building over across that. There's a river that runs through Waco, and they're building it right over there. And uh, but they have a smaller place, you know. They just don't draw huge at Baylor. You know, it's a seven, eight thousand is what they draw drew in the Ferrell Center, and they would be happy with that at the Ferrell Center. The old place, and so I think the other place, the new place, is about like that, maybe nine, maybe ten thousand max. So it's about half of Bud Walton. But people are doing that now. You know, Rick's been down there with us at Auburn. It used to be Auburn Arena. Now they call it the Bill Arena. You know, that place is not. That's it's wild. They've done a good job. But it's nine thousand people. Than the old one was, yeah, two thousand. Yeah, it's little. It is yeah. little, but yeah. they fill it up. It's little, and and it's a small environment. But if if they get wild. And they have—they're so much better there than they were in, were in Beard large, Arkansas is a large environment, and it's wild. So why in the world would you wild. reduce your capacity by eighteen hundred seats <laughs> using yeah. other people's money so that you can make more money? Because people want luxury seats instead of the seats that they have. And I'm talking about one that used to have to sell this stuff. So I get it; you got to sell it, but. It makes no sense. Fix the leaks. Fix all the other stuff. I get that. If that's forty million dollars, fix it. But you got to do it. The building's thirty something years old. But reducing capacity when you still have the capability of filling it. And then I also know that they keep the numbers of the people that actually come. But they announce ticket sales. That means those tickets are sold whether people come or not. And so, yeah. uh, you know, that's. Anyway, you're the guy that's got to sell it. Uh, yeah. It's one of the well, very few things Arkansas thing, has ever done that I don't agree with. <laughs> right. Well, it, we're such a good spot with selling out this thing every year. Coach Muss and them have done a great job selling it out every in it. And in November and December, it's not packed every game. It was for Duke. That was the only time it was full. But Wilmington, it was 90, looked like 90% full. It was a huge yeah. crowd there. In and December, it, it is nice that we gone. have such a big place. Yeah. 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 Anyway, you've heard. We still have the fifth largest. You know, we still have the fifth largest that college basketball teams are playing in. The fifth largest in all of college basketball, and I think that's something we can be proud of. Well, I can tell you this. I've I've shared this on the air before. You may not have heard this story. When Bud Walton Arena was built, before the first game was played in there, Dale Nicholson, who was the general manager at KTV. And a very hard to please guy. I mean, he was a. I don't mean it that way. I mean, he was a. Things had to be really good. He said, take me to the worst seat in this building. So I took him up in the um, southeast corner, very top row. He sat down, and he said, this is the worst seat in the building? So that tells you that someone who's used to sitting in some pretty good seats thought that was pretty fine. And to say you're going to take some of those type seats out in order to build more luxury suites because more rich people need tickets, that's great, and then more moderate people can't get in. That's my thought. Now, you don't have to respond to that because you're the one that's got to sell it. You're the one that's got to sell it because the rich people are paying your salary. I get that. Well, Matt, I, I, Matt, I was just doing simple math. I was thinking to myself, 
Okay, if it's two, two how much is it? Two twenty, something like that. That's the projected cost. Two twenty minus fifty. We'll go ahead and add a few things extra. Um, that's a hundred and seventy million. Man, wouldn't that work good in the NIL program? Yeah. <coughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Let, right. let, yeah. So, Matt, this isn't. For, we should be talking about this when you're not on the air. That's exactly right. <laughs> so, when you bring the recruits in. And you show them 19,200 seats, are they saying, God, it'd be so much better if there were 1,500 less seats? I don't think so. And who's it all about? Is it about the players? Is that is that who you're trying to do something for? So anyway, aren't you glad Randy brought that up? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> and let me say this. if I love Hunter Juracek. I think he is absolutely fantastic. I think he is such a good athletic director. But if he were on the show, I'd bring up the same points with him. So, anyway. Well, i got to admit, this is a, a new that's one. That's why he never comes on the show. Yeah, yeah, that's what he told me last time I talked to him. He said, that Rick Schaefer. Just don't bring up Bud Walton Arena, and I'll be happy to come talk with you. Uh, let's see this from uh, our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Glad Rick has said all he had to say. <laughs> laugh, laugh, laugh. Okay. <laughs> uh, then, this, uh, th- by the way, that was Nat Daddy from Lost Corners. I'm not sure where Lost Corners is, and I, I hope know. there's really not Nats around uh, Daddy right now. I think Those it's are close to St. Vincent. I don't, you know. <laughs> no, Matt, so, no Matt lost knows the whole state, don't Vincent. you? Yeah. Well, I know, but I, I know most of it. I've been I'll around most of it for sure. I'll bet. So where is where is uh, Lost Corners then? Uh, Rick, uh, this, found it. this from the 501 says, uh, Rick, the people's champ. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I guess you were, she's, uh, they are agreeing with you on the no need for the uh, what'd you call it? The aver- no, wasn't the average man? More, yeah, it's more luxury seats for the people that have the wealth, and taken away from people that maybe can't afford that type of seating. Uh, it's already difficult, you know, Matt. Uh, so the athletic department puts out this thing about reduced ticket prices for the Auburn game. So I go on there, and the lowest price is ninety-five dollars. Now I haven't bought a, I haven't bought our season tickets in quite some time because um, I just haven't gone, but. I'm yeah. thinking, is that what a single-game ticket costs? Is that a reduced price for $95? Oh, yeah, no, no. If you go, if you have season tickets, it's not costing you 90 Unless you're, okay. you're, like, on courtside club or something. Yeah, but okay. no, it, it's just cheaper than 95 per right. game, yeah. That was, mm-hmm. that was through the athletic department, not through the secondary market, and that was the those were the lowest-priced tickets in the, in the lower bowl. So, anyway, yeah. interesting. Not the Gucci seats. Yeah. No, no, you no, can't get no, those. No. no. Uh, this from uh, Miss Linda. She says, Mr. Rick, I totally agree with you on Bud Walton. Add more, not reduce. Uh, that's from Miss well, Linda. No place to add. There, there is no place to add. When uh, Matt may know this, when that building was built, there were more seats for a building with the ceiling as low as it is than any building in the in the world. Yeah. 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 So I remember Wayne Kelly saying add. that. Yeah, you can't add. Yeah, them. yeah, and you probably know this too. The highest seat in Bud Walton Arena is closer to the floor than the highest seat in Barnhill was. Wow, that, that, that's, that's awesome. Well, yeah. I'm telling you, the architecture of that building is fabulous. Now, do Incredible. you need updates yeah. after 30 years? Of course, you do. I get that. Yeah. You know what? And we still got a great floor. The floor is incredible. The floor is still in very good shape. The original basketball court. It's in such good shape. You know, Matt, what's amazing, Rick, for that matter, um, the Rose Bowl, they say, what, 110,000? Doesn't even have an upper deck? Wow. I mean, when you look at it, you're thinking, there's no way 110,000 people or in those stands. All right, we got to step away for a moment. We'll come back with Matt in a moment. Your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Crane Hyundai of Conway, Blackman Options, Bell Chevrolet, and Arkansas Scholarship Lottery. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Roger here. He's been raking leaves for over 45 years. With a twist of his trusty rake, he can shape a pile of leaves into a grizzly bear catching salmon. A one-fifth scale of Mount Rushmore. Whoa. Even a working international space station. Stunning detail, Roger. 
We're a lot like Roger raking leaves, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. It's Justin Acre for Certa Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Certa Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Certa Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is, you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Certa Pro. Each Certa Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at CertaPro.com. That's Certa with a C. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important. And they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. And it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is Edwards Signature Meatloaf for only $7.49 per pound with twice-baked potatoes for just $4.99 per pound. Fellas, what's good? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Look, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Be sure to schedule your health assessment at Low T Center. They offer the convenience of physician-monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments with an average payment of $150 a month cash pay, including labs and medication. If you don't live near Low T Center or just need the convenience of at-home treatment? Low T Center makes it easy, baby. Shipping treatments directly to your home. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Now, back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be rejoined again by Matt Zimmerman, thanks to the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. But first, we are joined by Neil Atkinson by way of Saracen. Matt, you have done exactly a uh, Matt. Uh, Neil, you done exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking to Matt Zimmerman, so I apologize. Um, oh, you're good. I I am looking at what you promised, and that was some prop specials for the National Football League. And you're involving two games. You're mixing and matching, as an example, one that I see uh, that's very tempting: Najee Harris and Singletary of the Texans, both to score one touchdown each plus 400 that's pretty uh appealing there and uh then yeah. another one that you've got i think is very appealing is boswell from the steelers and gay from the coach coach both record seven plus kicking points which means field goals combined with extra points that one sounds pretty appealing so kudos to bet saracen for coming up with some Neat little prop specials for the NFL games on Sunday. Yeah, and the NFL this week is, is going to be fun because there are still, uh, with uh, I think there's 16 games on the schedule, uh, there are three AFC spots up for grabs and two spots for playoffs in the NFC up for grabs. So uh, it looks like that uh, Miami uh, game with the Bills, is a, is a very, very important game on Sunday night for the regular season finale. So, big weekend in the NFL. And then, of course, we got the national championship game and all the props that will be on that on Monday. And then don't forget, we got first week of uh, SEC conference play 
and basketball coming up too. We're gonna get the uh, we'll get the live for the Auburn out. Maybe later tomorrow afternoon. I'm gonna try to get it out as early as I can, and we'll ha- of course have the double R props up for that tomorrow also. So uh, lots lots going on and uh, playoff time, fun time. And then the fun part is, is next year we'll be in college football playoffs at the same time. So it's going to be even fun next year. Wow. All right, uh, one other note, you always include our in-state schools. You've got Georgia Southern against Arkansas State. In that uh, particular case, you've got Arkansas State favored by 9.5, and and then the over-under at 149.5, and and then Southern Illinois Edwardsville. Don't get uh, confused with SIU, but this is SIU Edwardsville, and you've got the Trojans favored there by minus three and a half with the over under at 152 and a half. As always, there's Bet Saracen taking care, if you will, of our in state schools. Absolutely. Hey, that's what people follow in this state. That's what they like to watch, and that's what they like to bet. We're going to give them the content so they can bet on their favorite teams and have a little fun with it. So, uh, yep, if you don't have Bet Saracen, you better go to the App Store or the website and uh, get it downloaded, and uh, you can have a little fun there. You can bet as little as a dollar on these games. And also, as a teaser, check out the Bet Swap. It's on it's on the web, and it's now on iOS, and we are getting a lot of traction on that. People are buying and selling and listing their bets. Check that one out at the bottom of the screen, too if you've updated your app recently. Oh, cool. All right. We will talk with you tomorrow. That is Neil Atkinson by way of Saracen. All right. We have got the coach, Matt Zimmerman, with us this one final segment. Let's check in with David. David, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Coach Z? Yeah. Uh, I was just wondering if they're going to do that re envision of uh, or, uh, that uh, remodeling of Bud Walton Arena. Why can't why can't they just do something like they did at a at a at the football stadium and just have a club seating for folks? You know, I mean, that's something that's missing at the Walton Arena. But, but there's no uh, place where you, you can see no place, Madam. Correct. There's no place where you could see the floor where you could do that. Is there uh, at this point? No, you can see the floor over there at, the, at 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 the football stadium. I mean, those tickets are yeah. reasonable. Yeah, to get but, into the. But football, it's it's above the stadium. You can look down. You can see the game. I'm not sure there's a place. Alabama has that in its arena. I, I'm not sure there's a place. Is there, Matt, where you could, where it, as it currently exists, where you could have a club and people could actually see what's going on on the floor? I mean, you'd have to take suites out to do that. You'd have yeah. to take out the current suites. Yeah. We can make a nice big club area. Yeah. Um, but you would have to you would have to take some seats out, and unless yeah. you're taking talking about well, going to take taking seats the roof out off, anyway, right? <laughs> well, we don't know. I mean, we we're, they're not sure yet. You know, Hunter hadn't said for sure what's going to happen, and they still have to figure out right now which what level of remodel or renovation it's going to be. If it's going to be the one that's roughly two hundred million, maybe more, it's going to be a full, complete remodel, and it'll look like a different arena, at least on the inside. And then if it's, uh, I mean, I, I've, if been, it's something... I've been to games, and I've seen, I've seen games. I've been sitting up against that chain link fence, very back at the very top, you know. And I, yeah, and that, that's a really good seat. Yeah, I mean, and I, oh, I, we, I enjoyed yeah. myself every time I went. You know, and I just think it's going to be a shame if they get rid of them seats. Yeah. Well, you're right. Well, them upper deck are very nice, and you know our upper deck, our lower bowl is huge. Yeah. Um, our, our, our lower, our upper bowl is is much smaller. Like at Rupp That's Arena, right. it's like half and half. Yeah. Uh, the upper deck at Arkansas is not as many rows. It's about, I think, twenty rows up in the upper deck, and there's just not as many seats as there are in the lower. But those are great seats, and uh, you can see everything. Good Rick was just talking about that. If you get those first two rows. It's like you're sitting in a little balcony. They're yeah. incredible. If you've ever gone up there, it is oh, so even nice. It, even it, even against the fence in the back, it's really good thing. That's right. Yep. The fence in the back. You're right. <laughs> we do. We got the fence but, in the back mean, there I all the way around. About that, cause, uh, I did go to a football game over in that club, and that you know, and that was that was really that would be something a real good addition to the Bud Walton. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was very good for football. You're right. Well, right, well a lot you. of people up there watching. Yeah. Thank you, David. All right, Matt, I'm going to switch gears away from okay. seats and everything else. 
Arkansas, for whatever reason, the last couple of years has gotten off to a slow start in conference play. Mm-hmm. What do you think Coach Muss is going to do to try to change that? Of course, it obviously starts at least having yeah. a home game to begin conference play. Yeah. And you're yeah. also getting Auburn, which is a difficult opponent. But what yeah. can Coach Muss, what do you think he's going to try to do differently to get this team off to a better start than they have the last couple of years? That's a great question. And that, the, the number one thing you said was so right. You know, we had to go to Mississippi State the year before last. We didn't play well. And then last year we went to LSU, and no offense to LSU, uh, we didn't play well. And then and we they didn't win enough. They, they lost like 15 straight after that before they finally win. As a worst, we played all season, I thought. And so this year you get to play home. You're playing a good team, but that's going to help us get to play at home. And then I like how the road starts. Hey, Georgia can beat us, no doubt. But uh, I like that. It, it's a good opportunity there. Athens, I don't know if their students will still be gone, probably gone. Um, but starting in Athens, Athens is one of those places you play there on a Saturday. Sometimes they can get a little while. Occasionally you can catch them on a, in a midweek, especially if their students are gone. You know, it's not quite as hard. It's tough. And then we go to Florida. And so uh, it, it's really interesting how the schedule lays out. And then the home games after that, A&M and you know, we're, we're usually good against A&M. I think the schedule is, is a good start for this team to get into conference play. As far as finding a way to start better, uh, we have not shot the ball well uh, to start the league play, the, really most of the time that he's been here. And uh, we've not started well on the road, and we need to win road games. And we haven't played on the road yet this year. This team may end up being a, an incredible road team. We don't know yet. I do like the fact that it's an old team. Last year, we took all those young freshmen. That's why we lost to LSU. We had not been on the road. We went to LSU. We had more talent than them. We had a better team than them. Uh, we just didn't play well. And it was the freshmen's first game ever uh, on an on opposing court that wasn't a neutral site, and that hurt us. And uh, this team's older. These are older guys. These are 21, 22, 23-year-old men that have played a lot of college basketball. They've all played road games. Everybody that we're going to put out there has played on the road. Even Keon Menefield, who's young, he's gone through a full slate at playing at Arizona, at UCLA, at USC. So these guys have been in. I mean, look at L. Ellis. He's played at Duke, at North Carolina, at North Carolina State, at Clemson. I think that'll pay off for this team. Certainly you think it would not hurt for a fact. All right, Matt. Good luck this Saturday. Take Arkansas to a victory. We'll look forward to talking with you next week. That is Matt. Enjoy it, guys. All right, buddy. We'll be back next week after this week. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Come back, don't you? (laughs) All right, that is Matt Zimmerman. Thanks once again to the DHR group of Sonic Drivings. Coming up next, Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com. Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos, deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays, and DJ spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. Listen for Champs and Chumps Fridays during the Zone, brought to you by Rowdy Hog Pickleball, the only dedicated.